Matthew 11. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I confess to thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent, and hast revealed them to the little ones. Those six words, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You can use those six words for your mental prayer today. Fifteen minutes you can stay with that. Father, Lord of heaven and earth. That's super rich meditation right there. Thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent. Hid what? The deposit of faith. And has revealed them to little ones. You know, your little Baltimore catechism. A lot of people can't handle the Baltimore Catechism. It's too simple, too straightforward, too childlike. And that's exactly what's so good about it. You don't need a supposed up-to-date, woke, modernist Jesuit to teach you theology. Stick with your Baltimore Catechism. Consume it and meditate on it and live it. If those 421 question and answers is all you ever learn about theology... You'll know way more than the woke Jesuits do. You may even be a saint if you can interiorize those 421 question and answers. Thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent, and hast revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, for so it has seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me by my Father. No one knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither does anyone know the Father but the Son and he to whom it shall please the Son to reveal him. That means there's no salvation outside of Jesus Christ. can't get to the Father except through the Son. And remember, Jesus and his church are one. So if you can't get to the Father except through the Son, you can't get there through the church. You can't get there except through the church either. There's no salvation outside the church because the church and Jesus are one. It's like a husband and wife. They are one. Catechism today treats us on contrition. What is contrition? Or sorrow for sin. It says it is a hatred of sin and a true grief of soul for having offended God with a firm purpose of sinning no more. What kind of sorrow should we have for our sins? It says the sorrow we should have should be interior Supernatural, universal, and sovereign. I'll break those four things down one at a time. First of all, interior. What does interior mean? By interior sorrow, we mean that it should come from the heart and not merely from the lips. Supernatural. Sorrow's got to be supernatural. That means it should be prompted by the grace of God and excited by motives which spring from faith not by merely natural motives. Sin makes your life a train wreck. You want to get out of the train wreck. That'd be a natural motive. It's a good start. But a supernatural sorrow is even better. Okay, universal sorrow. Sorrow should be universal. It means that we should be sorry for all mortal sins without exception. You can't hang on to one. Got to get rid of all of them to be in a state of grace. And sovereign, our sorrow needs to be sovereign. That means we should grieve more for having offended God than for any other evil that can befall us. 
Why should we be sorry for our sins? Because sin is the greatest of evils and an offense against God our Creator, Preserver, and Redeemer. And because it shuts us out of heaven and condemns us to the eternal pains of hell. How many kinds of contrition are there? Two. Perfect contrition and imperfect contrition. It breaks those down. Perfect contrition. Perfect contrition is that which fills us with sorrow and hatred for sin because it offends God, who is infinitely good in himself and worthy of all love. Imperfect contrition is that by which we hate what offends God because by it we lose heaven and deserve hell, or because sin is so hateful in itself. So perfect contrition is I'm sorry because I've lost God and I love him. And imperfect contrition is basically I'm sorry because I'm going to burn in hell and my life sucks now. Is imperfect contrition sufficient for a worthy confession? Yes, it is. But we should endeavor to have perfect contrition. What is firm purpose of sinning no more? FPA, firm purpose of amendment. It means a fixed resolve, not only to avoid all mortal sin, but also its near occasions. And finally, what are occasions of sin? What are near occasions of sin? They are persons, places, and things that easily lead us into sin. In the Latin for the day, fiat voluntas tua. Yes, will yours. Thy will be done. Fiat voluntas tua. Thy will be done. Super, super important that we do the will of God. Because Jesus says, Not everybody that calls me Lord, Lord will enter into the kingdom of God, but only those who do the will of my Father. So he put in the Our Father, that petition, Thy will be done. Fiat voluntas tua. Thy will be done.